This is a podcast from Rover. The man who actually lives in New York G'day, City. Mate. The man behind G'day, mate. Sports Caf. Great TV show. Crow goes wild with Andrew Mulligan. It's Rick Salizzo. Good morning. Morning, mate. Welcome. I hate the fact that I'm always introduced as being responsible for those shows. <laughs> like, yeah, that's your legacy, man. Like, everyone switches off as like, oh, that lunatic, what's he doing here? No, was, I'm um, quite responsible. Like, Sports Caf was fantastic. Oh, in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had the Beatles on once. Yeah. Very iconic Kiwi show, though. Yeah, people really loved was. it. Yeah. Yeah. People they, always... Uh, and you would enjoy it. You couldn't not enjoy having a show that people liked. Yeah. It's better yeah. than us going, oh, here's Rick Salizzo with that shit show. Sure. <laughs> no, like, it's fair to say no one ever introduced me as Rick Salizzo from Sugar Shack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's valid. <laughs> uh, what a show! Now you uh, you're in New York, uh, CEO of Rugby New York. Um, so yeah. I mean, tell what us about gig. that. Tell us about that. I, it wasn't it wasn't planned. Um, so I was living in Austin, Texas, and uh, working on my country and western. And yeah. um, the club was bought by New Zealand owners, the Bolton Bolton Equities, and. Uh, they reached out. They knew I was in the U.S. and and next thing I knew, I, I literally arrived in the job the day COVID arrived in New York. No. So the timing oh, wasn't wow. great. Um, but then I came home for a few months, came back, and then when the season started in uh, twenty one, yeah. So and so, yeah. what does the job involve? Yeah. Director of uh, rugby in New York. What, it, what is the situation of rugby in New York? So the MLR is a professional league which goes across the US and um, and it's improved by like 25% every year. There's yeah. some really good quality players here. Yeah. And um, so my job was to sort of do everything, like from finding somewhere to train, finding training facilities. You know, the hardest thing for me was finding a stadium because the stadia here is sort of like for 100,000 people or for no one. And, and and most of the grounds here, you know, there's not a lot of flat bits of green ground in New York. Yeah. yeah. And they're used by everyone in the community. So finding a stadium has been a really ch- real challenge. I, I think we've had five since I've been here. Is that right? Yeah. So we've just landed in one in Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon is... Um, where Denzel Washington's from. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've been told. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the fantastic people in Mount Vernon have. Um, so, we've hit, played three games in our new stadium, yeah. which yeah, is great. Nice. And so, you've got people like different, uh, some old Kiwis, oh, you some do. young Kiwis yeah. that are playing for your team at the moment. How many, like, um, how does rugby actually go in New York? Like, the growth of it, I know you're saying it's getting 25% better every year. How's it in terms of um, actual Americans wanting to play the game? And Because, I mean, athletically, they couldn't be more gifted. Yeah, there's some really strong um, old rugby teams here. So Old Blue, which is one, and, and, and New York Athletic Club have both got really long histories in playing rugby. Yeah. Um, the oldest rugby club here is the New York Rugby Club. They've been here since um, well, so my day, um, like 1920s. <laughs> yeah. um, so there is a long rugby tradition here. The All Blacks have played here. Um, Andy Hayden made his debut in, in New is York City. Right? Wow. Um, I think the not the originals or the invincibles. One of those teams stopped here on the way. Okay. Um, so there's a long rugby tradition, and yeah, I mean, there's this whole sort of unicorn thing about I'm going to find some NFL superstar and turn him into rugby player. Um, that hasn't quite happened yet, but um, there are a lot of great athletes. Um, 
and and so we're based in Jersey City, just on the other side of the river. And Jersey's got two of the best um, football high schools in the country. Oh, mm-hmm. right, yeah. So you know we're starting to work with those yeah. kids because really, if you're going to transfer from an American football background to rugby, you really need to do it at 17, 18. You know, so we're working with those kids. And the man who discovered Andrew Mulligan. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Is, that, is that right, Rick? Yeah. Or, did I get that right or not? No, he was he was put in the basket on my doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got any dirt on him? A stalk. It was like a massive basket. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got any embarrassing stories or any dirt on Miles? Because he's a piece of work to work with. It was live on air. Like, everything embarrassing happened on the show. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Everything about me is embarrassing. (laughs) I'll just transfer that onto the screen right now. I mean, you didn't discover Mark Ellis, but you gave him... Did you give... You probably gave him his break, though, on... I mean, obviously, he wasn't all black, but you gave him his TV break, and uh, that led to superstardom. Don't blame me for that. (laughs) What Rick is really good at is identifying really talented people and putting them on TV. You've been getting out of the way. (laughs) You created a monster with Mark Ellis, though. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. He's like... just think of the most annoying little brother you could ever imagine and multiply it by 10. That's, that's what he's like. He discovered Lee Hart and you've discovered James McConey. Yeah. Yeah. They just keep showing up. Yeah. It's yeah. like basket after basket yeah. on my doorstep. Hayley Holt? Uh, yeah, yeah Hayley Holt. Holt. Yeah. Have, have you thought of doing any TV while you're here, Rick? Like, is there anything in you that wants to make any more content in TV? Because obviously, you know, a lot of fans in New Zealand of, of what you have produced um, in, in prior years. Yeah. Any any want to do more? I, I think the, this job I'm doing, the Rugby New York, is um, is totally all-consuming. So, I mean, I'd love to make some content, but really, I mean, I'm, I'm working with the crew. We've got a great social crew on Rugby New York. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've never worked so hard in my life, so yeah. I just don't have time. Yeah. Um, mm. But I would, yeah, I mean, there's always a hang. Hankering for it, hankering for it. Who would who would stand out to you as options of people that could be good for telly now in terms of sports people that are playing? You know, like if you were putting oh. together a show now, does anybody? There's so many. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're of, so comfortable. I mean, you know, cameras, like cell phones and stuff, went around when I was working with no, the All Blacks. So no. um, now they've all got their own shows and outlets and stuff. Obviously, Angus Tuivasa is incredible. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's, yeah. there's lots of Adi Severe. Those guys are yeah. really comfortable. Brad Weber is another one. They're just yeah. so comfortable around the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's. I think the All Blacks do a really good job. You know, individually as players, yeah. really. Building up their profiles, they're so comfortable on camera, and that's the yeah. key. Now, Rick Salizzo with us, uh, in, live in New York. You're here. You're working as the you know the CEO of Rugby New York at the moment. You've had a long history with rugby, right? Mm. Um, you played schoolboy rugby, I think it is, with John Kerwin back in the day. Mm. You were you were the media manager, I think, in like yeah. the '95 World Cup. Yeah. The first um, one. You're the first was, media yeah, manager. Yeah. And, Should I tell you how I got that job? Yes. Yeah. yeah so I was in a. Yeah, we're filling breaks, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I was in a. I was in a bar in Brisbane after a, a test. Match and I'd had quite a lot to drink, and I got summons to the All Black manager's room at I don't know, it must have been about two o'clock in the morning. And he's like, "We're off to South Africa. This is 1992. Yeah. Um, you, you, I'd done a paper for them suggesting they need a media officer, and they yeah. said, "No, we don't." And then halfway through the tour, they called me and they said, "Actually, we do, right. and and you need to be the guy. <laughs> you start tomorrow morning." And I was like, "Well, what do I do?" And they said, "Well, we need you to work that out." <laughs> and I got on the, I went downstairs the next morning, hungover, and I said to J.K. and Fitzy, "I said, mate, what do I do?" And they're like, "Well, we're going to practice. Jump on the bus." And I, at that stage, 
Like the All Black bus was sacrosanct, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not getting on the bus. And yeah. Sean said, Well, I'm the captain, so get on the bus. And I sat on the bus, and Laurie Maines, who was the coach, yeah. um, turned around and saw me. No one had told him. <laughs> and, and he's like, What's that prick doing on the bus? <laughs> And so the manager, the manager and the coach went 100 metres up, and all I could see was arms flying wow. around like, I'm not happy. And then, yeah, it was, welcome to the job. <laughs> and then I got off the bus, and no one had told the media, so they're all like, what are you doing on the bus? And I'm like, oh, sorry, you can't go there. <laughs> so uh, my name became the media prevention officer. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so, right. I'm not awesome. sure much has changed. <laughs> no, no. It is a tough job. I, I take my hat off to the people doing it because – a, you're trying to keep the team happy, yeah. and and you're also trying to keep the media happy. So really, at the end of it, everyone hates you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and that's without a word of a lie. By the time I'd finished the All Black job, everyone hated me. Like 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 <laughs> with, with an absolute passion. So I couldn't get a job anywhere. So the only way I could get a job was to create my own show, and that's where Sports Cafe came from. Great, <laughs> great roundabout. So Rick selects over with us. Rick, what uh, a great summation yeah. of your yeah, how everyone hated me. <laughs> live from New York City, yes, live from the Rockefeller Center, the morning rumble on the rock with Racing Motel Pool and Rick Salizzo back with us. Thanks for sticking around, Rick. You how, do... how good is it when you say live from New York I, City? I love, yeah. I love saying it. Yeah. He <laughs> loves being in New York. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love I love saying it. I want to move here. <laughs> I, I want to show Rick. I oh, show, show Rick. Show Rick, Rick, show Rick gets to see this. Rick Salizzo. Rick Salizzo um, with us. CEO um, of Rugby New York, of course, the man behind Crowd Goes Wild, Sports Caf. And Sugar and, Shack. And Sugar Shack as well. Now, Rick, yeah. mate, you've been living in the States for a while now, yeah. and you yeah. were like in Austin where you said Austin is a fantastic city because it has yeah. music and food. Yeah. And so obviously you're a fan of food. We all are. Yeah. Love eating great food. And when you're in different places and different cultures, you get amongst it and you try different things and really, you know, give your palate a good working over. <laughs> Can I show you in a city of 8 million people yeah. with 28,000 restaurants, this was Roger Farrelly's <laughs> choice of meal last night. I'd like you to look at the photo and describe what you yeah. see. <laughs> it's a morning rumble Instagram story too. Yeah, you can look at it. It's too. just is it a plate of just meat or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good. It looks like entrails, doesn't Did it? You yeah. Eat that? yeah, no, it's, it's, it's no. roast beef. Yeah. Is it? It's yeah. like slop, yeah. isn't it? Oh, that that famous New York d- uh, roast beef delicacy. Juniors? <laughs> Have you heard of Juniors restaurant? There's no. twenty eight thousand restaurants, George. <laughs> Should we go through them all? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a ch- I thought Juniors was a chain, but maybe not. No, no I, 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 no, I was even I was disappointed. Have you been to Cat's Deli? Not yet. Cat's Deli is worth going. Don't ask, don't ask for a plate of meat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I won't, poor yeah, choices. I won't do that again. Yeah. Rick, tell us about uh, you've been here three years. Is that correct? Or in the states, yeah, three years? Oh God, I can't remember. No, but three-ish. What's what are the winters like in New York? Really hot, actually. It's like really. No, no. It's funny when we go to pick up the New Zealand players at the yep. airport. They all get off the plane. They're wearing um, shorts and a t-shirt. They chuck a hoodie on because they think it's going to be cold, and then they walk outside and it's minus twenty. <laughs> minus oh. twenty. So, wow. That's as well. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. I wow. mean, and it's relentless. Yeah. Um, and we train outside, which is which is a good challenge for the boys. Um, oh wow! But no, it's, what conditions it, are you playing in here? Yeah. Oh, we've played. Oh, most of our games have been in the minuses so far, sort of around oh, wow. minus three, Jeez. minus two, something like that. Um, Has it got close to wearing pant 
in rugby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but the problem is, is when you get to July. So we played in the final last season, and it was thirty-three degrees. Oh wow! Um, oh, so wow. It goes from, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's New York. Like yeah. it's just everything's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no. Oh, it's a nice little like twenty-two cheeky twenty-two degrees. You know, yeah, no. one, one or the other. other. And yeah. you won the final last year. Is that right? Oh, did we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did actually. You yeah, did. We did. well done. Reigning MLR champions. Wow. Do the celebrations change anywhere in the world when you win a tournament? Yeah. No. No, it's basically sort of champagne. Um, we didn't do the goggles thing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because um, I forgot them. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just the same. I mean, yeah. I mean, rugby here is like rugby everywhere. You know, you, you go hard, you have a beer with the opposition, yeah. you um, chuck some champagne around if you win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the cool thing. I mean, Americans work hard at their rugby. It's like when, when they're growing up, and playing, say, at college, it's not unusual for them to jump in a van and travel 10 hours to a game. Right. Like, that doesn't faze mm. them. Right. Yeah, well, so wait. they're passionate, you know, because yeah. being a rugby player here means you're a bit different. Yeah. And they really wear that with yeah. a badge of courage, you know, so they love that. And do you always, are you always looking at New Zealand players maybe and thinking, oh, I could get this player over to play for you? Yeah. A lot, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, the good thing about the New Zealand competition is it dovetails nicely with our competition. Yeah. So when we finish, the guys can go back and play NPC, so yeah. it works really well. Um, and, and, and different teams. So we've got so Heineke Meyer, who coached the Springboks, he coaches yeah. um, uh, Houston, so they've got a very strong South African feel. Um, you know, there's a couple, we've got a couple of teams that are very Argentinian in their makeup, yeah. um, which is really cool. You know, it makes yeah. the competition really interesting. Roger's very much a blues man, Rick, like yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Would you ever sign a lot of blues players? <laughs> We actually have got it. We've got um, Nick Mayhew played for the Blues. That's right. Um, uh, Jack Hayton, who was yep. the first five. Roger's saying, yep, like he remembers that. Like he knows. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't I'm remember. So confident yeah. of that. we've got. Rupini. Patrick. Is it good catching up with Miles or not really? Well, yeah, we're in a cupboard. So, yeah. <laughs> it is very close. I'll let you go then. I've got one last question. Rick's Lisa with us. So, mate, just before you go, You've been around rugby a long time, like we were saying, um, you know, right back from school days, but even as first media manager in yeah. 1995. Um, it's World Cup year. Yeah. Before you go, uh, can we win it? Will we win it? What's your thoughts? Oh, we have to win it? Like, yes. Like, we have no option. Like, yeah. like um, I know it's been tough, and it's been interesting for me watching from afar because I'm not really into the day-to-day stuff, and I see all these all these dramas going on back home. But, but you know, I, I've sort of got faith in the players. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, and and I, I also the the group that's coaching them now, they've been around a long time, you know. And I just think, you know, I I, I just take solace from when we beat South Africa and South Africa yeah. when the pressure was on. Somehow they knew how to win, yeah. and uh, they just have to do that for seven or eight times. So you know, <laughs> no, I, I, I always have faith. You yeah. know? I always have faith, and nothing's changed. Rick Celine, so all the best for the upcoming Thanks season for in, at uh, New York Rugby. Thanks for coming in, mate. Great stuff.